This week on Red Dead Radio, the time is finally upon us. It's here. Hi, friends. Welcome to Red Dead Radio, the Red Dead Redemption podcast. I'm your host, Jared Petty. And as always, we're going straight to the Wild Wild Guest. We're going straight to the Wild Wild Guest. We're going straight to the Wild Wild Guest. Yeah. Bang, bang, it's me, Greg Miller. It is you, Greg Miller. Greg Miller is here for the Red Dead Redemption 2 review discussion. Holy crap, we're finally here. First off, if you're watching this episode, we're excited that you're here, but please note there is, in fact, a Red Dead Redemption 2 review in progress up right now, also part of Red Dead Radio. You can watch that, get my opinion on this, then come over here for the in-depth review discussion. This is the review discussion. I wanted to get more than one perspective on this. I wanted us to go back and forth and talk about different parts of the game. Red Dead Radio has a lot to announce before we get into the review. First off, hey, we're in partnership right now with U.S. Gamer. No way, really? Yes, I didn't know that. Congratulations. Yes, uh, what does that mean? What that means is that they're hosting some of my videos in their articles. Okay. Uh, they make excellent articles they about do. Red Dead they Redemption do. and lots of other things. So they're hosting some of my videos in their articles, and I'm sharing with them. Awesome. That's forth. rad. Yeah. Congratulations. Yeah, they're sharing with me. I'm sharing How with them. How new is this? Buddies. How did I not? I this, see you every week in multiple days. This is the first episode. Thank you. All right. I want right to make sure here. I'm not behind everybody. So yeah, we're happy uh, to be a part of uh, of that and be partnering with usgamer.net where you can read all kinds of wonderful things about this game and many others. So look forward to that. Red Dead Radio has a number of Patreon producers. We want to thank Tom Box, Stuart Ferguson, and Jonathan, whose generous support makes this show possible and hey this week we also got sponsors this week's episode sponsored by next level nerd classic movie musts and mr jack graves and we'll talk more about that later i like that it's just mr episode. jack graves two two like brands and podcasts or whatever and then jack graves exactly is here. well jack graves is here to talk to us about some eldritch things that's so awesome that. and people are like hey when are you going to talk about the game we're almost there but i do want to let you know that in addition to this you can go over and watch the review part one review in progress because i'm taking my time with it that's up right now Another video you can check out. And coming soon, Red Dead Redemption impressions and storytelling. Going to sit down with some friends and talk about stuff that happened. Not spoilery stuff, but like all those cool, emergent, just-for-me experiences that take place in a Rockstar game. You can look forward to that very, very soon. Plenty more content coming after that. We're going to have some discussion with some friends of the show, folks that you know, not going to announce who yet, but that's coming very soon. Kind of Funny Gamescast will be on there, too. We're going to talk about it on Kind of Funny Gamescast. Kind of Funny Gamescast? What's this? Show you and I do alongside Tim Gettys each and every Thursday on Patreon.com slash Kind of Funny Games, posting to everybody the following Monday. Yeah, and it's going to be a lot of fun. I'm looking forward. We're going to film that tomorrow, right? Exactly. But as people watch this, it's actually this afternoon, probably. Wow! So you could come to Patreon.com slash Kind of Funny Games for $1 and join the live discussion. And you should. Uh, On top of that, coming later, we're going to talk about the Red Redemption online beta, start working toward Mm -hmm. that online Mm -hmm. stuff. Mm -hmm. And of course, you can expect the Red Dead Redemption spoiler cast eventually. This is a spoiler-free-ish review. Sure. And when I say spoiler-free-ish, we're not here to ruin story. We're not going to talk here. about major story beats. If yeah. you want to know nothing about anything, then obviously there's going to be some kind of spoiler in our discussion. But no no spoiler, be- spoiler beats for like, hey, here's yeah. what happened yeah. too. Yeah, this is, this cetera, is all about what we liked about it, what the etc., that, that kind of thing. All right. I think that's enough of getting the stage Set. Greg Miller, how are you today? I'm great, Jared Petty. How are you? I'm fine. Let's talk about that Red Dead Redemption 2. That's a big old video game. 
It is. It is a huge video game. Let's hear uh, what I'd like us to talk about here. We're going to go back and forth about things we liked and things we weren't as crazy about. Okay. Uh, so let's let's start here with your overall arching impression of what you liked about Red Dead Redemption What I liked 2. about Red Dead Redemption 2 overall, right? It's a beautiful game. Okay. I think I don't think that can be overstated, how pretty this game is and how pretty the world uh, Rockstar has created is. Riding around it, you, you do that thing of, oh my God. You know, how many times yeah. did you play this game where you're trotting through something and you just look around and you're like, this is so beautiful. And like the sun filtering through trees and leaves and then hitting it and giving you that weird meringue of shadowing, right? And Ooh, uh, good word. Thank you. Uh, then, of course, like when you're 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 out in the sun and you turn and your ear, you know, goes uh, translucent, right? You see yeah. through it or t- the tip of the cartilage of a nose or whatever. Like that stuff's really impressive. Like the game is incredibly beautiful and the game's huge. That's the, you know, a big part of it too. Huge mungus yeah. uh, and uniquely huge mungus. That was one of the big standouts for me. So everybody's watched the previews at this point, I think, and seen how pretty it is in the trailers and things. Is it like that all the time? The answer? Yeah, oh yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah, it's 100%. like that pretty much anywhere you go is freaking beautiful and it's redonkulously diverse. Sure. It's, I was expecting diversity, but even in the first few hours of the game, when you're wandering around, you're like, whoa, now I'm in the South? I'm yeah. like in Louisiana? Wait, exactly. now I'm in Kentucky, West Virginiana? Now I'm in Kansas? Now the, I'm in... The fact I, that every different town has a different feel yeah. makes it like, oh man, like you remember them, right? Like, you know, and granted, I'm, I'm super American, as you know. So I was all like, St. Dennis? And then, yeah. like, I was talking to Andrea about it. She's like, oh, Saint-Denis. And I'm like, yeah. oh, that makes way more sense. Because, yeah, it's New Orleans, and they all speak French there. And you get there. It was like, oh, right. And that diversity of, of that visual diversity extends into the realm of audio. Every area's music and vibe and feel is different. And the music of the game is very subtle. But also the soundscape. I was talking with my wife, Angie, about this. I could, I think, sit next to somebody playing Red Dead Redemption and close my eyes and I could tell you wow. where you were in the game based on the sound. How far are you in the game right now? This, you're, you're reviewing progress. Is up. This is a review right, discussion. I, I'm pushing up now against, I think I'm right near about 40% complete, total completion. Oh, no. Wow. Uh, okay. Percentage. All right. Cool. Uh, so I am not nearly. You and I are at the same spot. I'm, I'm 40% complete. Yeah, yeah. And then story wise. Please. Don't, yeah. This is review in progress, mm-hmm. by the way. We had talked about that where we decided we could have rushed through this game. Uh, we had that opportunity. I chose to engage the game the way I planned on engaging Red Dead, which is take your time, which well, I think dude, is the I, way the game is I was designed. talking to you beforehand. Like, that makes so much sense for Red Dead Radio. You have yeah. an ongoing Red Dead podcast. Like, no, I, with all due respect, I don't think people are coming here for the definitive. What's Out of out of 10, what's the score? Yeah. They got that at GameSpot. They got that at IGN. Mm-hmm. You are here to have an ongoing discussion with the experiences you're having within the game. That's exactly it. Yeah. yeah. And uh, and you took the same approach, obviously, and, and you know, the way you chose to engage the game. But yeah, I really do think you close your eyes. And it's not just even voices. Although the voice, you know, you go to Sandini and suddenly you hear people speaking in Creole accents, yeah. but you also hear people, you know, you hear someone speaking in in um, uh, international dialects or international, sure. uh, uh, pardon me, accents. That's the word I'm looking for. Thank you. I don't know how words work. Uh, I was going to let it slide. Everybody but even just things like if I'm up in the mountains, I hear the wind in the trees. Sure. If I'm on the prairie, there's a dustiness and a flatness mm, to the mm, sound. Mm. If, I, if I'm down on the bayou, there's a there's a splosh to every step. You can hear it all, and that's very amazing. Well, actually, so it's beautiful. Yeah. Uh, what are you playing on? PlayStation Four Pro. Okay. Uh, I'm not. I'm playing on a non 4K TV as I always do. So like, I'm not. I don't know any of the bells and whistles there. Uh, but I was. Thank you, Kevin. Thank you for understanding that I value my money. And I'm not ready to you know do that, Kevin. Thank you for understanding my financial situation and you know throwing it in my face. Okay, this guy I, yelling at you. Here. I was so like I the 
it, it's I've actually played it on both on both a regular PlayStation 4 and a PlayStation 4 Pro because mm-hmm. what was happening is mother-in-law was visiting so she was sleeping in the living room I tried to take it they wouldn't let me uh, and so for the first few nights I would do like four hours uh, every night in the t- in the in the bedroom on a monitor right yeah and then had the weekend come around and did like the Saturday binge of where I played like nine hours straight or whatever okay. it was going straight through it and that was all PlayStation 4 Pro that was all PS4 uh, Pro. either way I didn't notice a at no point was I like, ooh, here's the difference. You know, mm-hmm. like, not, but I'm not that guy. Everybody knows I'm not that guy. Yeah. So I'm not looking for those things, but I definitely didn't see a performance hitch anywhere. I didn't see it being like, because of that. I, I definitely saw glitches in the game, but I didn't see it being like, hey, because I've gone from a PlayStation 4 to a PlayStation 4 Pro or vice versa, it's better or worse. Yeah, I played on a stock PS4 all the way through so far. Yeah. And I've had, a, yeah, I've had a wonderful experience with it. It's beautiful on a PS4. It yeah. looks great. Sure. Um, I, I can think of only the, the only instance of framiness I can think of is sometimes in Saint Denis when you very first enter the crowded areas, uh-huh. but it's not it's not framey. It's just like I feel like there's a slight, but the game control smooth as butter, pretty mm. much no matter what. Yeah, I've I never had frame it. stuff happen. It was more yeah. like I would see all right bottles just like there's clearly supposed to be on the table, but the table never spawned. Oh, so really? like bottles okay. are just floating in. Like when I'd go back to the our camp, like you know, uh, Dutch's Dutch's gang's camp. Fascinating. There'd be I like, haven't had anything there'd like, like that happen. Tables missing and bottles just there, and you, I'd walk over and tap them, and they'd fall to the ground. Like oh, a go- no like kidding. a ghost is holding them up. I'm like, oh, right. I have not had that happen. Yeah, I had a okay. bunch of little weird things like that. But like when I say a bunch, I mean five times probably something okay. something like that happened. Okay, that's cool. All right, so it's beautiful. What else can you say about it? That uh, that well, let's 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 switch tables for a second here. What's something that you were less impressed by something you didn't enjoy as much man I, I that's that's a big question right because i mean like i don't I, I didn't enjoy the game okay i'm not i probably won't go back okay and and that is shocking to me mm-hmm. as being such a huge red dead fan uh i think and I, I bet you'll follow me on this one the game is incredibly particular it is very much trying to be very something very specific. And for me, that just didn't click with me. Oh, and so that's the thing of like, I never got on board with it. So it was like, oh, okay. Okay. What mm. is the particular thing it's trying to be? I think it's trying to be a, vi- it's, it's deliberately placed. It's a deliberate game. It is yes. deliberately paced. It is telling you a deliberate story. Yep. It is, uh, it's a rock star game. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? I think there's, there's a lot tied up in my, oh man, like I can't believe this missed for me. Like mm-hmm. that is, I didn't see coming, and I and that's weird because I loved Red Dead, I love GTA Five, I love all the GTAs, right? Mm-hmm. And it's just something about this one that isn't hitting, and I I've been trying to g- figure it out, okay. and I think it has a deliberately slow start, yep. and I don't think that helps it in my mind. Uh, I think menus and management mm-hmm. are clunky and weird. Mm-hmm. I don't like Arthur. Ah, I don't like being the bad guy. Okay, I don't like being in a gang. I don't like being evil. Okay. And the game still has the choice, yes, of do you want to earn good karma or bad karma, right? Mm-hmm. But it is still very much you are in a gang of outlaws. Mm-hmm. You are going to do bad things. Mm-hmm. You are surrounded by not great people. And for Red Dead 1, I loved the story of John Marston. That was Abigail and I are, have left this life behind. I'm going to be a farmer. I'm going to be good. Mm-hmm. He gets pulled back in. And then the player has that choice and that agency of, are you going to do it as a good guy? Or are you going to do it as a bad guy? Are you going to okay. give totally into the devil on your shoulder or lean more towards the angel? Whereas, so and again, review in progress, right? In the 20 hours I've played of this game, yeah. maybe more. Uh, you, it's still there. 
Oh, there's this guy needs help. This woman's being kidnapped. Do you want to get involved, Arthur, or whatever? And you get the, you know, white cowboy or the red cowboy for your karma. And it's like, okay, great. But then there's story missions that are, hey, let's go rob a train. All right, cool. We get in there, rob a train. He's like, hey, this guy, this regular civilian here won't give me the money. Rough him up, Arthur. And you punch him in the face and his wife screams and you go over there and punch. And it's like, Mm -hmm. wow, there's no agency here. Like, I'm still doing bad things. There's very much that in certain moments. It's an interesting tension. Um... There are in certain moments a very Last of Us approach, mm-hmm. where it's just like we're going to tell you the this way, story. Yeah, yeah. By the way, you are Arthur. Yeah, and you control a lot of what he is, but he is also still Arthur. Yeah, and there are things here that about him, both the good and the bad, that you're going to live with. And um, so for me, it's providing escapism in a world I don't necessarily want to be in. Interesting. And so, like, I, you know, I, I on my first Red Dead, I think, and I've told you this story, and I've told kind of funny fans this story forever. The, you know, my story of when I talk about Red Dead Redemption and why I love that game, right? It comes down to the one story, right? Where I didn't kill anybody. I, yeah. I, I didn't have to kill like bad guy. I killed bad guys and never killed civilians. I played it right. I was always going for the good karma and all that jazz, except for that one where they, I got the flowers for the old man, gave the flowers to the old man. He walked me in to show me his wife. His wife was a mummified corpse. Mm-hmm. And I walked out and I was like, and I looked at the scenery and it was all beautiful and I put on my bandana and I walked back in I walked behind him and I shot him in the head to kill him and yeah. it was a mercy kill and it yeah. mattered to me and I remember that moment so well right jumped to Red Dead Redemption 2 right the game has established you are outlaws you are in a gang you are bad people now literally when I'm just riding I'm like well I want a new bandolier or whatever ride 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 oh there's a homestead swing in run up kick in the door what are you doing bam 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 mm-hmm. loot the body loot the body loot the body go through every drawer in the house alright back on my horse Mm-hmm. Like that's I, been what you've been doing. Yeah, because like that's the character they've given me. I'm role playing fascinating into the character I believe they've given me of Arthur Morgan. Now that's inter- okay. So everything that you're explaining here is reasons you don't like the game, mm-hmm. or why I like the game. So that's that. This is intriguing. For and, me. and I want to be very clear. Like yeah. right, I know I'm going to get beaten over the head you as soon as. No, oh no, no well, you, you know should. how the internet works. Because I'm going to be, I'm going to be. You know, I'm Greg Miller. I'm loud, right? This just game didn't click for me. Uh-huh. I'm not taking. I'm not saying the game is bad at all. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying the game isn't doing the technical the world's a wonder and all this stuff it's just not working for me okay in the same way that like call of duty rarely works for me or something like that you know what i mean okay well i'm gonna ask a long question in the sure. form of a statement sure uh because like i said everything that you just explained yeah is why you like is it. why i like the game yeah we go back all the way to that you mentioned the kind of slow start and the deliberate pace yeah. i love that i feel like red Dead redemption 2 is two stories one is the story of the vanderlyn gang the mm-hmm. main narrative of the game and the other is the story of Arthur Morgan, which is largely what I do when I'm away from the gang. Sure. Both of those stories are very deliberately paced. And I'm not using deliberate as a code word for slow. I'm not slow and boring. Deliberate. Everything about this game feels measured. Mm-hmm. The world feels mm-hmm. measured. It's a quiet, largely, sometimes really spooky, interesting, fascinating world. And whether I'm with my gang or I'm on my own, it's fundamentally a fairly simple exercise with a ridiculous number of options available. When it comes to the gang, the options are all around characters. The story is fairly simple. Our time is ending. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's a character-driven story. We're How on the run each of these people, It's not just we're on the run, but we all know we're going to, you know, I, 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 I'm not spoiling anything here at all. This is apparent from the They beginning. start talking at the very beginning. Yeah. Like, I think it's almost we over for us, Dutch. We all know this is over, and most of us are probably going to die horribly. Yeah. Like, that's the feeling from the very beginning of this game, the onset, we're all dealing with the fact that it's all over and we have nowhere to go. On the other end, the deliberate, savoring those last moments of life, going out and finding, dealing with the infinite number of open world things there are to do in this game. 
in those moments when I have the most agency over how Arthur acts, I find myself wondering when I come back to camp about the contrast of my life. And then I go and I open up Arthur's journal. How much time mm. do you spend in there? I've looked in. I like, I yeah. like his drawings. I, I like his, his little messages. I like him. To, yeah. And I sit there and I watch a man who is gradually coming to terms with the fact that he has misspent his life mm. Mm. and is in this place of tension between this is all I've ever known is brutalism. Yeah. And this dawning realization that what I have been will be the end of me. And redemption kind of being there in the title makes me think about, you were talking about the first game is the story of a man who did evil things. The redemption you, was right at the start. When you meet him, he's become good. Yeah. And he's or gradually getting to. sucked back in. Yeah, yeah. I feel like this is a story of a bad man being drawn toward the light. Mm. And that's what I like about it, is that I, I feel in a lot of ways like the redemptive arc of this game plays out very differently. But I do, I, it was disturbing to hurt innocent people. Yeah. I also found that it, it that instead of making me feel incentivized, as you said, to kick down the door and shoot people, yeah. it made me in those moments where I had agency, all the more tempted to be merciful. Like, mm. I don't wanna be See, this here's guy. my thing is I feel like I'd be with you on that and I would start bending Arthur towards the redemption arc if the game started recognizing that. I would have loved in the train scene of, hey, beat these guys up. And maybe not the first one, but later on, or maybe this happens, but it just does. Uh, I go to do it, and there's an option to not do it. Mm-hmm. And then Sean or whoever's like, what the hell, man? Hit him. You know what I mean? Like, they come over and hit him. Yeah. Not giving me that then broke the narrative for me of like, oh, well, I'll go and be merciful here. But then I know I, it's happened where I will be merciful, merciful, merciful. All right, here's the cut scene or the main mission. And no, you have to kill these normal people. Yeah. So what I start finding is Arthur becoming more empathetic as the game's gone on. Mm-hmm. That's That's been my draw on it. I, it's just, wow, this is intriguing because we didn't talk about this. No, no, no. Yeah, well, we wanted to come in fresh, fresh yeah. on this. The game is deliberate, right? Mm -hmm. And again, to not clicking with me, it's just, it's deliberate in a way. It's it's trying, it's very much knows what it is. And it's just, Mm -hmm. I don't want that kind of game. Like, I hate that when I'm in camp, I can't run. Like really? when I'm at my I'm at my tent. And it's like, all right, cool. Let's go to our horses. I'm like, all right, I can't run. Yeah, so you I'm can like, walk well, fast. Though. Yeah, okay, a little bit quicker. Yes, yeah. you can walk. I am aware of that. Yeah. But still, you get over. It's like, all but right, I mean, great. that's the design. They want you to talk to the people as you're walking. Through I hear the camp. you. I hear you. you. And, and like on. the two times I've been stopped by somebody, like I'm like, oh, this is a cool thing that I would have stopped if you were running or make me stop when I'm running. Well, that's the other bit. It's the make you stop because you don't have to. I walk into camp the other day and two characters are having an altercation, a saw, violent altercation. Yeah, I've, I've had a couple of those. Yeah, and I could have walked right by that. Yeah. And I'm not sure what would have happened. Yeah. Because it was turning savage. Yeah. I mean, there were weapons being wielded. I'm not quite sure whether or not both characters would have walked away from that had yeah. I not intervened. Yeah. But it didn't feel like a baited hook either. Like, I could have just walked by and gotten on my horse. Sure. And I'm not sure what would have taken place there. Sure. And I, I like that part of it. And I felt like that was a kind of a necessary part because the camp mechanic stuff, I like playing Camp Sid City. Oh, dude. No, don't get me wrong. Yeah. That like as soon as I like when it first starts and you're like, I don't really get it. And yeah. then you do the first upgrade. I was like, oh, well, here we go. I'm going to yeah. go get all any money I earn. I'm bringing back and putting into the camp and upgrading tents and upgrading this. Well, and, let's say open up the ledger. That's a lot of yeah. fun. Oh, yeah. I, Ledger's I, great. No, yeah. no, that's yeah. a, that's a really cool mechanic. Uh, but I mean, outside of getting a, a criticism hung up on just the run, though not being a running camp, yeah. I'm talking about that. I'm talking about uh, I the fast travel system that I can only fast travel out of camp to the, the town I'm going to, mm-hmm. and then you're there. You can't fast travel back to camp or right. around thing. And again, 
I get what they're going for. Right. I get 100% that Rockstar wants me to ride around and yeah. role play as this outlaw who yeah. has to cross on his horse and do the stuff. But as a, it's one of those things. I think I didn't get to do any of the preview coverage. Yeah. And people came out of that preview period being like, this is uh, more than a video game kind of thing. Yeah. I'm, I'm, it's hyperbole, but like they were very, you know, very much like I was certainly, I am certainly on board with that idea. Yeah, I feel like the game, new. the game tries to do that, and in so do, and in doing so, reminds me over and over and over again. I'm playing a video game. Oh, that's interesting. Of that, yeah, I can't fast travel back because that would break the. Immer- okay, well, I'm bored now on my horse checking Twitter while I ride along this thing because so I just want to get to it. Che- so that's the. Th- I'm not headed for the objective. Like I. I have literally never used fast travel. Yeah. I've played this game for God knows how long now. Uh, and I've never used fast. Because we talked about completion percentages. That doesn't reflect how much. I oh, no, that doesn't reflect time. That doesn't, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, no, no. You but can do whatever you want on, in the game. Red Dead 1 always had those you know, people that would stop you along the way or those random yeah. encounters. But what I encounter now are encounters that are, I haven't had a duplicate yet. Yeah. And I've been playing for, and they're all not just, oh, you're getting stopped or, oh, there's somebody Everything has led into something else, to something else. Some of these people that I've helped along the side of the road, I've run into hours later in the game in a completely different place doing a completely different thing. They remember me, and it sparks another thing. Yeah. And so when I ride along and somebody's like, oh, God, help, you know, it's not just, oh, well, there's NPC and 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 recover. I've gotten And so here's that disconnect back to the first thing, right? Is it's just, I feel like I'm not being, the story and the narrative isn't rewarding me being a good person. So why does it, I feel like that stuff's wasting my time. Where I just want to see as much as the game and get it done or whatever. And so then they have stagecoaches there and it's like, oh, I'll ride a stagecoach back. All right, go over there. Oh, I can't use it because I have a bounty. All right, I'll pay the bounty. How much is the bounty? $300. Go after yourself all right i'm riding the horse now and then it's like again like um uh you know again i feel like it's beating me over the head reminding it's a it's a video game have you had times. trouble with money i'm curious no but okay. i mean like i don't want to spend 300 dollars i want to I want, i'm saving up yeah. to 450 to get the better stables or the better thing at the camp right okay yeah like i want the camp maxed out come on now gotta get them talismans you want oh, yeah? those talismans okay oh my gosh Ta- have you you fooled with talismans no i haven't talismans are the best okay you go hunt those legendary animals and get those talismans well this they is my luck and like the, uh, like I was, uh, all right, cool. You've gotten the hang of the hunting. All right. We're, we're hours and hours and hours into the game, right? I go down to the bayou. Um, you know, I go off on this mission, uh, on the way to the objective. I'm like, oh man, an alligator. I haven't seen one of those. Stop. Kill the alligator. Get in a cool right. fight with the alligator. Hunt yeah. the alligator. Great. Got the, get the pelt. It's one of the big ones. Put it on the back of the horse, ride over to the person, right? Yeah. Uh, do the thing. And then it's like the mission evolves to like, well, now you need to carry the person on the back of your horse. Uh-huh. And I walk over and I'm like, but the alligator thing's here. So uh-huh. take the alligator thing, put it on the ground, put them on, ride them over to their thing, come back, alligator pelt's gone. It's uh-huh. like, come on, you're a f- uh, do we curse in this show? You're an effing video game. You're allowed to, you're allowed to curse in this You're show. a video game. Just give me the endless sack. Like, <laughs> of, like, you know what I mean? And like, this is what I'm talking about. Like, yeah. You know, I want on Gamescast have a, a more, uh, more uh, wide-ranging Assassin's Creed versus this. Um, but like, to bring it in for just here, like, Assassin's Creed felt so much more organic because I was meeting interesting characters and different things and picking up a quest and picking up a quest and stumbling back into them hours later and then like, oh here's that thing you needed and da 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 and like well, I like I was living this world and being in it and it was great whereas Red Dead's like all right you know you need to do that but you can't do it right now so you need to go back and do that and then you can come back and do this to get that thing you need yeah, that's amazing I had a completely like just reverse the impressions mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and that was what I enjoyed about it that is but and again, and again I, this hardly, is the thing I, yeah this is a great discussion and is. I think I'm that glad it, we're having it oh yeah totally and like that's the interesting thing about it is just like 
man, on paper, I, I love Red Dead. You know what yeah. I mean? And I was so excited for Red Dead. And it, we might get to December, and it's a quiet, not yeah. snowy here in San Francisco, but yeah. it's a bundled up Christmas week, right? And it is like, man, I'm taking it slow. I want something that's going to yes. take it slow and be deliberate like this it as well. quiet, thoughtful, deliberate, sad game. And that's what I like about it. Yeah. Um, I, I feel like every... It's very, very rare that video games feel sorrowful. Mm. And I feel like down to, again, down to the sound and music design, um, down to the world design, this game feels sorrowful. It feels It's like a story of something being lost. And it's so rare in video games that we feel that way. And that's what I like about it. And, and I think the slow play really helps accentuate that feeling. And also give you that little spark of hope that maybe, 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 yes, this is going to end badly, but because I like Arthur, I had again the complete opposite response. This I don't a, hate him, uh, yeah. you know what I mean. But he's like just a dirtbag, and so I play him like a dirtbag, and we're dirtbags. Well, I'm I'm rooting for him because I see somebody that's made awful, awful choices that's starting to wake up. I, again, I feel in a very they could have done the same thing with John, but we all know what happens with John, yeah. and that wouldn't have been nearly as tense. With Arthur, you've got a guy who's obviously waking up to the fact that he's made terrible decisions. What the heck's he going to do about it? See, my thing is like, and I, this is just two sides of the same coin and we're pr- pretty much in total completion the same yeah. way through. I haven't seen the hints of him waking up okay. and that's why he's just not like, I'm like, uh, I don't think this is a spoiler. Uh, well, we got to be careful about that. So let's, uh, it, I, mean, there, yeah. I mean, but I mean, it's back to him just being a bad guy where early on there's a, uh, there's a clearly a character introduced from his life before yeah, or whatever. That, there are bits of Arthur's past coming in. Right, right. And they're like, wait a minute. What I know about you, Arthur, isn't nearly all I thought I knew about. And it's it, literally the exact same thing we've talked about here, where the case is presented on why this person wants your help. Yeah. And I l- look at this person and hear what they said. And I'm like, no, I'm a dirtbag. No. Why would I help you? See, no. I'm, and well, I know the game wants me to help them, but yeah. they're not. They, they've incentivized me in no way to help them. Because Arthur's just... You haven't shown me any redeeming qualities. You, you you brought up Last of Us and Hope, right? Mm-hmm. And Sorrowful. Sorrowful. Last of Us. Sorrowful game, right? Yeah. Bleak game. Except for the fact that Ellie is the hope. Yeah. I'm trying to get her here to save the world, hopefully. That's right. the point. I We've seen Joel become a quote-unquote bad guy, right? He's yeah. done bad things. He's said all these different things. Oh, and Joel's, so, a, Joel's a monster in a lot of ways. And technically, and that's what, that was my, when the credits roll, that was my interpretation of Joel, but... I played through the whole game totally on board with Joel and understanding and yeah. like totally for Arthur. I don't see hope and I don't see the end game and I don't see why what we're building what he thinks he's building to other than we're a family. I, I do appreciate the moments of like it's like Fast and Furious where they're like, yeah, hey, you know, Dutch took us all in and it used to be it was just you, me and Dutch. And that was the family. And we've expanded to this and like we don't leave our man, man behind or whatever. Right. But it's still like the surprise for me on this is that I went back and replayed uh, Red Dead all the way through, not sure. too long ago, uh, the original Red yeah, yeah. And one of the things that struck me in, in going back to it was that you don't even really hear of Dutch until fairly near the end of the game. Mm, mm. You don't know very much about, you know about Bill, and then eventually Javier comes up, and then finally Dutch, and you know very little about Arthur at the they, beginning of that game. Oh, and, yeah, yeah. And, all, it, and a lot of it unrolls toward the very end. And I feel like we're getting the same kind of structure with this one where you're learning more and more about this guy and discovering he's less and less the the brutalist you thought he was, or he is, but he maybe once could have chosen to be something else. Yeah. There's this hint that there was a chance that he had to get out before. Mm, mm. And that he, 
and you see he, him spurn another character who chose to leave the life. Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. That's, uh, that's a big, that's a, well, yeah. a big sticking point for the first. Well, everything right. I played, right? He's spurning the guy, and now I'm starting to get the idea that maybe Arthur is kind of jealous and wishes he had, mm-hmm. and it's. So I feel like that's something coming, and I, I hope I'm not. I don't want to sound like I'm making excuses for something. No, not at all. But my interpretation of the story structure is that we're moving toward very much something like that. And I was talk. I was talking to a friend, right? And they were like, "Well, it is Red Dead Redemption. Like yeah. he's gonna. You, you assume he's going to be redeemed." And I'm like, "I get that. I understand. I've played 20 hours and haven't seen. I think yeah. hint one of it." Mm-hmm. And so it's like, and I don't enjoy the world, and I just don't enjoy what I'm doing, and I don't enjoy the pace, and that's okay, just let's like. Talk about not enjoying the world for a second. Sure. Like when it comes to the exploratory stuff, yeah. when it comes to meeting the people, the storytelling, the weird, quirky characters, the funny little bits that you run into, the hunting, the fishing, the at all etc. that exists there, the ridiculously deep crafting system. I mean, the moment I saw the word homing tomahawk, I was in. Yeah. Um, does any of that appeal to you? On paper, yeah. Yeah. But I mean, like when they taught me taught me to hunt, it was like, okay, cool. And I just, I mean, I've never really gone back for it. it was, so you it never got, you're not doing satchel crafting. You're not after. No, wow. no. Because so I go and I look at it, but I, it's also because I find a lot of it, again, confusing. Ah. Where it's like, all right, cool. Bring this thing. And I'm like, am I donating it to you or am I walking up to you? Am I leaving it on the horse or am I trying to walk it over to you? Do I bring it to you? Do I sell it to you? Do I do what? How do you want me to have the thing? You know, and then it's like, screw it. The game isn't incentivizing me to do it. Okay. That's the other thing is like combat this time around. And I, I mean, I don't remember combat in Red Dead 1 being like top tier. This is what I'm going to mm. talk about, how much I love it or whatever. But for sure in this one is just like, Okay. Like I I, yeah. I walk and I snap to cover and I come up and I sh- I, it, I snap well, to it's aim. Always been, it's always been shooting gallery combat in Red Dead that's, and bring it up and shoot him common. in the head. Fine. And then it's these weird things where I'll t- I'll I'm in a I'm surrounded by guys uh-huh. and like my stupid AI of course will just keep running forward. So they're getting shot dead. That's why I'm failing the mission. So now when I see my AI guy run, I run with him and I go to wherever he's going. So I'm at least covering him or taking the bullets myself. A, I must be better fighter than you. I think I've probably I, I'll yeah. take that. I'll I'm take that. Good, yeah. But then I'm like, well, now I'm I don't have a great angle. I've done so many times just stand up and walk into the center and start shooting at people and I'm not getting killed. Uh-huh. And then I'll have the opposite where I'm riding and they the three guys ambush me and I'm immediately dead. I'm just like. What the hell? Oh, All right. really? Cool. Whatever. Yeah. Okay. So the, that kind of stuff hasn't happened to me much. I did get, I was uh, I was trying to be really clever once, and I have a very long-range sniper rifle, and so yeah. I find a, a rival gang that I know is gunning for me, and they happen to be camping right smack in the middle of a legendary hunting ground, and I'm after something. So I'm real clever, and I climb up these big rocks, and I'm looking through my scope, and I'm just starting to pick them off. Yeah. And just, I heard nothing, I saw nothing, and suddenly the screen flashes to black and white, and there was a cougar eating my head. (laughs) Um, Just like a mountain lion has my head in its jaws, crushing it, and I'm dead. And it just snuck up behind me and ate me while I was shooting. So things like that do happen sometimes. Oh, sure, yeah, 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 no, I know the world's Uh, there, and I know it's diverse, and I know it's Well, yeah, yeah. but I mean, you're just like, oh, man, I got to eat by, but I I was like, I had no idea this dude was in, and they're usually very good at warning you about that stuff. And I think it all comes back to the fact of, I, I just don't want to be Arthur. So yeah. why would I go out and do all this side stuff when I'm just trying to see, like I'm trying, wow. I keep throwing them. I feel the yeah. rope. I'm going to do the story mission. Uh-huh. When are we going to get to the point where Dutch says this? And I go, Oof, I don't know, man. I don't know. And then yeah. I have a conflict with Dutch or, or whoever in the gang yeah. of like, no, I, I can't like- follow you down that road. And like, Whoa, what do you mean? You can't. And then I'd be like, okay, here we go. I see what Arthur's doing. Yeah. And that's why I'm trying to do this. Cause I'm trying to but find don't feel the like redeemable quality of it. for you. No, not okay. at all. So for and me, so, it, and that's the same thing too. Of just like even the missions you're picking up, whether they decide or not, like 
even those I'm like it, uh, we can't talk about specifics right we no, don't want to spoil really stuff shouldn't. I'm still even there I'm just like I'm not finding the ones like again and I'll save it for Gamescast actually because that's, yeah. that's Assassin's Creed comparison. no I found something weird and wacky I, I can't talk about it I found something truly uh, that's the other bit I love secrets yeah um, so secret hunting for me and lord of mercy have they crammed a lot I've found some pretty incredible stuff in this game and I've enjoyed that bit as well to have my curiosity continually rewarded because that's a whole other part that we barely touched on is that the open world design is is designed. You know what weenies are like in amusement parks? No. I mean, hot, hot dogs? or No, no a weenie is like something that's designed to draw your eye and draw the crowd line. Like, okay. That's designed to pull you. Like if you go to Disneyland, you'll see certain things standing around. They're called weenies okay. and they're designed to control crowd flow. Okay. Oh, like, oh, I want to go see that and go over there. This game uses weenies very, very, very cleverly. Mm, mm. But even the ones that, that are like super subtle, I've discovered there's almost always something there. And I think this is the guide writer in me. We're going to come back to the discussion for a minute, but we have sponsors. Hey. And uh, I think it's time that we uh, give them their due. Uh, so I want to thank, first of all, uh, if, you, uh, if you chose to sponsor the show just individually for me, thank you very much. Also, if you're interested in sponsoring Red Dead Radio, you can contact us at mail at reddeadradio.com and let us know that you'd like to sponsor, just like Classic Movie Must did. Classic Movie Must says that today's episode is brought to you by Classic Movie Musts, a weekly podcast that provides artistic insight and historical context to your favorite classic movies. Classic movies like Westerns, I suppose. Oh. There we go. We like Westerns here on Red Dead Radio. Red Dead Radio listeners should check out episodes of the seminal dramatic Western Stagecoach, the newer Western, the Oxbow Incident, and the upcoming episode on The Wild Bunch. Three fascinating motion pictures. You ever seen any of those? No. Okay, you should watch Stagecoach. That, okay. that invented the modern Western. Okay. It's also John Wayne when he's like 20. Oh, wow. Uh, it's very strange to see. Classic Movie Must also has episodes on film classics ranging from Lawrence of Arabia. Seen that? No. Well, actually, yeah, I think I did in, in high school or yeah. college. That Peter O'Toole going on there. Jaws. I've seen it. To Blade Runner. Never saw it. Oh, man. To The Big Lebowski. Bl- Blade Runner gets tough because I'm like, hey, which Blade Runner do I watch? Like, well, there's a seven different versions and little bit. Well, I can like, tell you which buy. one to watch about okay. that. Or these guys can on Classic Movie Must. New episodes release every Friday on all podcast services, including Spotify and audio-only YouTube uploads. You can visit their website at ClassicMovieMusts.com and follow on Twitter at MovieMusts.com. Pod. That's movie musts with an S pod P O D. Remember, even with the release of Red Dead Redemption 2, take some time to keep up on your classic. This episode also brought to you by Jack Graves. Do you believe in the old gods? And more importantly, do they believe in you? The Eldritch Craft by Jack Graves is an upcoming Lovecraftian love letter inspired by the Dark Tower and the Shadow over Innsmouth, exclusively through Ink Shares. You can pre-order the novel now as part of the Inkshare's 2018 Horror Contest. Follow an explorer's journey through a strange land as he seeks answers regarding mind-bending creatures and the origin of humanity Uh itself. Much like Kickstarter, Inkshares is funded by backers, so you can help Jack achieve his dreams of becoming a published author. There are even tiers that can get your name in the book, but you'll have to find out more by following Jack Graves on Twitter. That's Jack Graves, just like you think it's spelled on Twitter at Eldritch Craft, C-R-A-F-T, and by supporting his novel, The Eldritch Craft, at inkshares.com slash books, the-eldritch-craft. Fun fact, friend of the show, Gary Whitta, went through Inkshares for his novel, Abomination. 
So I remember you know, that. Inkshares is a trusted, crowdfunded platform. I went to the Inkshares like premiere for Abomination. Oh, yeah. uh, that's actually where I met Gary. Yeah, uh, yeah. Naomi introduced us there, and that was the first time I met him. I was like, "Hey, you're that guy that wrote that movie." And stuff. He's like, yeah, well, and he's walked away British. Yeah, he walked away very British, exactly. So yeah, again, Jack Graves. The book is The Eldritch Craft. The platform is Inkshares. Support it right now. Thank you very much, Jack, for sponsoring the show. And finally, show sponsored by Next Level Nerd. Now is the age now of the nerd. It's true. Our childhood comics have come alive in movies and TV shows, and gamers can make a living streaming video games online, and all your sci-fi and fantasy games come to life via action roleplay. The Next Level Nerd Podcast is funded, or pardon me, is created by friends and for friends. Let's say that again. The Next Level Nerd Podcast was created by friends for friends to unite in their nerdiness and promote positivity online. I'm a fan of positivity. Yeah, you are. I like that. You like the positivity. Yeah. Pretty positive guy. Yeah, I guess. Join the Next Level Nerd Nerd Herd for podcasts. Nerd Herd? Yep, exactly. For podcasts about movies, video games, TV, live action role play, and more. That's right. They got that LARP in there. Oh, you wow. Have, you ever do that LARPing? I've never LARPed, no. Ah, I mean, I dress as Ghostbuster a lot. Does that count? Yes. Okay, totally. then yeah, I've LARPed all the time. Jump in and nerd LARPing out right now. by searching for Next Level Nerd Podcasts wherever you cast your pod. Find us on Facebook and at nextlevelnerd.com. And remember, spread the word. Spread the nerd. I was hoping that's how it was going to go. That's how it went. Excellent. Thank you, sponsors, very much for that. Now, let's get back to this discussion. So you talked about being intrigued by the beauty. Mm-hmm. You recognize the scale of the world, but we're not drawn to it because of your frustration with the characterization. And you feel like you just don't feel like Arthur's going where you'd like him to go and you don't identify with him. Am I summing that up correctly? Sure. And it's not even so much that I don't know if I don't like where he's going. I just, well, no, I guess that's I don't like where he's going. I just don't see, like you're talking about hope. I don't see the hope. I don't okay. see what our end goal here other than to keep the gang moving, keep it all going, keep it all together. Whereupon I, playing exactly the same game for almost exactly the same amount of time. Yeah have had a vastly different experience. Tell me about it. Why are you hooked? I'm hooked for a lot of reasons. One, I do feel like it feels much less gamey, the games I encounter. Now, I do want to agree with you on one thing before we move on. I agree that some of the UI stuff is really clunky. Um, The selection stuff can be frustrating. I have not had nearly as much trouble figuring out how to interface with things like crafting or how to interface with uh, uh, trapping or dropping off pelts or things. That that stuff kind of clicked for me pretty quickly. But I have had frustration sometimes like, man, it is not as easy, say, to switch to this and that on horseback as I would like it to be. I need to release L1 at the right moment. I wish they'd done that differently. But... For me, uh, the rest of the game has been intriguing. I am drawn to these characters. I find myself intrigued by their unique personalities. Mm -hmm. I like the fact that I'm gradually learning their emergent backstories. I like the fact that I can walk through town and do the back and forth with somebody. And a lot of times it is just, hey, how are you? I'm fine. Okay. But then suddenly it's not. Yeah. And when those moments when it's not, you're just like, wait. I could have completely missed you. I like the fact that rewards are not overt. I mean, sometimes it's just, yes, here is this gold ingot. Thank you for saving me. Yeah. But sometimes it's thank you for doing a kind thing in this moment. Man, I'm sure glad you did that. And four hours later, the repercussions for that play themselves out in sure. a way I did not expect. I really like that. And that happens a lot. But I love my cast of characters in the camp. I love that some of them are easy to hate. I mean, how can you not hate Micah? 
Um, yeah, exactly. You know, yeah. that, and he's obviously there to hate. But then seeing more complex characters or characterizations change. Well, how much do you love Lenny, right? Yeah, like, I mean, yeah like, you yeah. love Lenny instantly, yeah, yeah. I think. And, and, like, and you're talking about the conversations. Like, yeah, that's a great point in the emergent stories of them. Like, there's a great ride with Lenny that I won't spoil. I love Lenny. He loves, yeah. I love Charles. Yeah. I've come to love Sadie, who's just coming into her own. <laughs> She's great, yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm coming to love. Um, honestly, I really like, I like Arthur's love-hate relationship with Pearson. Yeah, um, that's a lot of fun, yeah. and the, and the deeper we get into that, I'm intrigued um, by some of the other characters. So I'm just getting to know. Uh, I like the fact that my little. Tut- this is something that I really think is clever that the game may not get as much credit for as it deserves. Red Dead One, which I played recently, the tutorial missions seem to go on forever, mm. and it's just you and Bonnie in a wagon doing something else. In this one, the tutorial missions, and sometimes there's even like self-referential commentary, like, "All right, I'm not delivering any more letters." Yeah, you know, yeah. but it's you don't do it twenty times; you do it one time. Yeah, yeah. And it's tied into an interesting story. It's not like now we're on a tutorial mission. We're it's giving you characterization, right? Exactly. Like that's it's fil- it's fleshing out these people that you're with. The mission where I learn how to do an essential task for the game. I'm not going to say which one because mm. also completely unpredictable. It's like I'm doing the tutorial mission now with the cute character. Turns into like holy crap major plot development right in the middle of learning this mechanic. Yeah, that's a great point. I know the one you're talking about. Yeah, And that happens more than once. Yeah. That that's, doesn't happen in video games. I like that a lot. Nothing felt wasted about the design. I feel like it's a minimalist story that shows the degree of care that went into it by the fact that you barely notice those moments. They're just smoothed over in a way most games aren't. And I like that they're relying not on a complicated story. It's ultimately survival, frustration, death, redemption. And so it's just like, how are each of these characters dealing with it? And how are you bouncing all off of them? I feel in a lot of ways that Arthur's kind of Batman uh, at the beginning. He's the guy that's surrounded by zanier people than himself and Mm. kind of the steady. Mm. But as the game has grown, I'm getting to know him better. I like that he's introspective, even kind of weirdly poetic. Yeah. Like you get this feel that there's this guy that's got way more going on than anybody around him knows. I mean, the fact that he sketches in his journal, yeah. right? I mean, that, that is adding a dimension. I don't think Dutch is, you know, sitting there and sketching it day, yeah. night, what he saw and like leaving comprehensive notes on what he's doing. Exactly. And, and Arnold could, or pardon me, um, Arthur could do something really nasty. And then you look at his perspective on it afterward. That's where you talk about the regret. I feel like a lot of that is, I think like we're seeing Arthur's facade peeled back too. Mm as the player because there is a distance between the player and Arthur and that's that was an interesting design choice we are Arthur and we have agency and yet like a JRPG there's some distance we're discovering who he is but unlike a JRPG we don't know everything about him from the beginning he's not the spiky haired guy with an attitude with amnesia exactly (laughs) with amnesia yeah he's he's not Darth Revan he's not yeah he is somebody that we see very clearly a lot about but we're learning through the story Oh, he does have a past, and that past is not what I thought it would be mm. for this guy. What the heck happened? I'm not going to spoil any of it. I love his relationship with John um, and other people in the camp. I have some very definite theories about that. Um, that you still I hold think, on to that theory you asked me about? Yeah, okay. I'm holding on to that still. Okay. I think I think that's probably really because we were asking it like when we were both early on, and the more I played, I was like, I don't know. I think so. You think so? Okay. I, I still I'm interested so. to hear that spoiler one day. I still think so. Um, well, see, I could just be wrong, too. Yeah. And I love the engaging things to do in the world. I am Mr. Open World. I've gone 10 hours at a stint without touching a story mission. That's awesome. Um, just wandering around, doing fun things. I am inured of the crafting system, which really does help. Like, most of the stuff you can craft is awesome. 
Yeah. And that's something I've really enjoyed. And I've started buying crafting recipes. Fences are great. Um, yeah. I, I like, oh my gosh, buy stirrups. There's there's a spoiler for you. Oh, yeah. Uh, buy stirrups. I saw them the in the catalog and I, I clicked on them and I'm like, there's no. Did you read what they do? No. Why? Well, I, well, I didn't see what it was going to. No, I didn't. Okay. I, I, I thought I did, but apparently not. It describes the physical effect. Okay. And it's just like, buy stirrups. Okay. Oh my gosh, the moment you can buy the best stirrups you can. Okay. Because it. it it just your horse becomes infinitely more useful mm, and faster. Okay, uh, I'll look into great. that for sure. Then. Yeah. Um. Oh, what'd you name your horse? I oh uh uh, <laughs> uh it was uh the one the the one they asked me to name the one that I got out of the stupid thing or whatever. Yeah. It was a lot of it was a story mission right where I had a good horse already and then like do this and it was a piece of junk. So I was like piece of junk. You bought piece of junk horse? Yeah. yeah. Oh, see, I bought the good horse there and now that horse is better than my my starting horse. Nice. Um. But uh, what you, piece of junk is your horse? My horse is Zach Ryan. Nice. Um, and uh, and I have another horse named Glue. So, oh, nice. Yeah. yeah there so, you go. Yeah. 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 So yeah. So that's yeah. I, I I got a different horse now, but I don't even think I ever named it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you didn't name your horse? No. Oh, I feel very. Have you lost any horses? Oh yeah. Yeah. Another thing where I'm just like, all right, I get it. You're a video game. Really? I'm running and I hit a thing and I fall off the thing and the horse tumbles or I get to the edge where all right cool I'm gonna, oh don't go that far oh you went a little further and now you've fallen and you're dead I haven't lost Great. a horse okay. I like I've been taking it happens, care of them. it happened early for me where the the death of the horse I lost where yeah we were walking up to a ledge yeah. and I was like stop oh, boom, 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 and it's dead it's like revive horse and it, it was grayed out because I didn't have whatever I needed for revival oh my god I was gosh. like great so I put it out of its misery. And then I eventually got another horse, and th- then I had to revive that one fine. But it's like, all right, whatever. See, I've, I have, I've not tried to kill my horse. Obviously, uh, well, I didn't try to kill close him, to yeah. it. Yeah, no, no, I just. But usually they buck when they go up to a cliff or something. Yeah, this one happen. didn't. No. I've had my horse fall on me, but it was my fault. Yeah, uh, and it survived uh, when that happened. So, As I've, gosh, fascinating. What do you think of Suddenly? Saint Denis. Saint Denis. Oh, Saint Denis. Come on, you're in America. Say it. Uh, It's cool. I mean, when I was playing it and I went in there for the mission, I was doing it. It was that thing of like trot, trot. Look to my left. Get off the horse wall. And I'm like, I know this building from New Orleans. Jen and I watched a musician right here, a street musician, when we came through for New Year's with Eric Castro. And so I clicked out and I zoomed out and it was Saint Denis. I'm like, oh, I see what we're doing. Yeah. But it was just like. Wow, this is a beautiful town that is, yeah. you know, is a loving in many ways recreation of New Orleans. It is. I, I think it's really, really rad. I like that it's so full of cops. Um, yeah. I got oh, you can't a, do anything. Yeah. Again, can't. I'm riding my horse through the street and I nudge a guy and it's like, what an unarmed assault. I'm like, are you kidding me? Are you really? kidding Again? me? Yes. Oh my gosh. I, I, you ride differently than I do. Are you just in a hurry? Is that what yes, it is? Yes. I'm okay. trying to see this game. Okay. <laughs> that's 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 very much the, I mean, in town, you just can't gallop or you'll kill somebody. Well, but I mean, I wasn't, no, I wasn't going fast. I don't have syrups. I wasn't going that quickly. I wasn't like <laughs> pounding X. I was just walking through and everybody's freaking out about it. I'm like, all right, great. Yeah. Running into people. Now I have inadvertently crashed. If you did, I had a guy crash into me. That made me really angry. I was like, I had the guy do to me what I occasionally do to people. Yeah, and yeah. I was like, I was so furious with him. Yeah, you shoot like, him, huh? You shoot him. No, you get he out died in the step. crash. Oh, okay, good. So, yeah, I, God I got him. To, great. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but it wasn't that he hurt me; it was that he knocked my horse down, and I might have lost. Oh, sure, yeah, that's scary. Man. When you like, put all the time into the horse, when you yeah, got, when I'm one of my bonding maxed out, I was like, yeah. all right, don't die, yeah. don't die. Yeah, yeah, I need you not to die here. I'm very, very, very tight on that. I like the hunting a lot. I've spent yeah. a ton of time hunting, trying to get those perfect skins. Because you need those perfect skins, you want to crash those satchels. Sure. And you know, again, the crafting has got me hooked. 
absolutely love it. Like, Why? Why are you so motivated for the crafting? Uh, one, because it definitely provides advantages in the game. Uh, you were Do you feel like you need them? Well, you were talking about combat being like, hey, I feel like it's kind of random. I found that Not random, I, just not interesting and not hard. I found that, well, but you were mentioning getting killed sometimes the moment somebody pops out. Of uh, what I was so. doing there was talking about the comparison of how I don't understand the disconnect of yeah. 15 armed ga- other gang members, and I can stand in front of them and go pop, pop, and not, I'm a dead eye for some of them, but I'm just running around, running, gunning, yeah. running up, shotgun, shotgun, shotgun. 15 of them dead. How much I'm never even close to dying. Are you, mo- again, I'm going to sound like, the, are you doing this but are you monitoring your course i mean when you go into combat yeah oh yeah, yeah. but, I'm, but he, i think you're missing my, my what i'm arguing is my disconnect between that i i'm not I, like these 15 guys no problem and yeah. my cores are all fine and then the jump to yeah three guys randomly when the pop three guys up. killed you were your cores low i mean i, mean, I usually i'm on top of my cores man yeah, top, you gotta top those again because this is such a great like hey we're not a video game but monitor these cores all the time uh, <laughs> yeah well, it's like, but again that's you need to rest you need to eat you need to arthur's losing weight in my game i was like oh my gosh i don't eat nearly enough yeah my horse is malnourished i have to you know and there's a lot of that stuff as well i like games that have a simulation edge to them and this one very much does tie into that a great deal um but how does the crafting stuff help it helps with opening up new items that get me new abilities which i found very useful for staying out longer being in less danger not dying in ambushes as much Mm -hmm. like oh hey when i'm when i've got higher level cores when i'm better taken care of when i've leveled up when I have better ammunition, I'm winning more fights. I'm able to kill the guy with one shot, not two now, gotcha. which means those moments don't become nearly as dangerous. Stuff like that. Gotcha. When I hunt the large animal, when I'm using express ammunition or an explosive bullet, I'm going to take it down in one shot now when it used to take more. If I'm going after the big grizz, I don't want to do it with stock gear, I learned, because he'll sure. eat my face. You gotcha. know, stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, and, right. and that's been a lot of fun for me. Um, and then, again, I, I'm not going to spoil this, but some of the creepy zany stuff you've done any of the gang like dungeons or any of that yet uh yeah no yeah i I did the normal thing where i was talking about where i was riding oh there's a house go inside ready to kill everybody oh nobody's here rob 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 and then i then i hear through the wall that there's a gang meeting on the other side out there around the fire pit and okay. I was like, oh, okay. So I went around, you know, strafed, came up through the, the bushes. But you haven't found any of the bases yet. Deadeye, bam, bam, bam. Well, I, I, You'll know them if you find okay, them. Okay. I mean, it's effectively a dungeon. Oh, wait. No, uh, well, it's the one. I did I was, I was. did a bounty where, yeah, I walked in and it was like monster closet kind of stuff where, yeah, I came in, killed the initial wave. Then dudes started streaming out of this side room, killed all them, went upstairs to get the body. More people came back. I shot down at them. I wonder if it's, the one I'm thinking about is literally a dungeon. Okay. So uh, I don't know. It's going to be fun. Um, I grade on, uh, I have always had a personal skill. You know, we used to joke at IGN about it because you, you care a lot about the scoring. And I think the IGN 1 to 10 oh, yeah. scoring scale is really good. Yeah, well, you but, want it at a glance. But we talked a lot about how to engage it, what the proper way that was. They settled on a very good scale. I always liked the old one-up scale, which was letter grades, A, B, C, sure. et cetera. Um, Mitch Dyer used to joke about the garbage, not garbage scale. He felt like we ought to rate all games garbage, not garbage. Sure. Like those should be the... My personal preference is is a four-tiered system. Bad. Okay. A game that's aggressively unfun to play. Sure. Meh. Why bother in a world with better games? Yeah. Good. A game I recommend to friends. Great. A standout game. Um, I rated this game in review in progress. I'm not done with it. Yeah. yeah. Final review will be later. Please watch. Keep subscribe, like, share. Yeah, subscribe, like, share. Click that button. Click that bell, et cetera. Whatever. Um, great. Uh, in my opinion, what I've played this game so far is great. Where do you fall on that scale? 
So I'm not familiar with. Oh, so talk to me more about the scale because you know it, bad. We, no, 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 no. Stick with me. Sorry. Uh, am I talking as an objective reviewer that you need to do this, or is this what Greg Miller thinks of this game and this is the Greg Miller opinion? I mean, if you're trying, and I know, to, and if you don't understand the difference, there's a difference. Let's talk to the audience and say, hey, this is Greg Miller talking to somebody that's thinking about buying Red Dead and whether or not they might enjoy it. Mm. I mean, it's I, I I don't think you can look at this game and say that ugh, it's it's bad or you know what I mean. Okay. Like I don't think you I, objectively you can't. I mean, like I get it of staring at it and like reviewing it, and you're like, it's great and it's this and it's choosing. It's just very particular. There are good and great games that I don't want to play. Sure. Oh yeah. Okay. Totally. Totally. What I want you to do is rate it on the review scale, not on the am I going to keep playing? Oh sure. Game. Okay. Great. What's the Greg Miller? Gotcha. Review scale? Okay. Perfect. So Thank you very much. You? I mean, then what? How did you describe good versus great? Uh, good is a game I. Definitely recommend, and it's worth playing. Great as a standout game. I mean, at the very least, I think it's good because mm-hmm. I think it's on, on your scale. Because yes, I think the discussions we're having are interesting enough. Yeah. Versus the fact that yes, obviously it's a quality game. It's you know they years and years and years on. You're having so much fun on it. It's so deep. It's so fleshed out. You can have this experience if you. But it's, it's that question of are you gonna have the Jared experience? Or are you have the Greg experience. Yeah. Where like you can't wait to get home and play more. Oh, yeah. And I'm so excited to get home and play anything else. All I want to do is play this game. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I'm so I'm so happy the reviews are going to be done, so I can get back to Spider Man and Assassins and get ready for okay. Fallout and like move on. So this is a game that you recognize as very good that you don't really want to play anymore. 100. percent There we go. Yeah. Okay. So Greg's good. Yep. Jared, great. That's where we are in the review and progress. Thank you, friends, for watching and listening. Uh, we got a couple of pieces of mail here. We're going to read, and then I think we're to, actually looking at time. We'll hold off mail to the next episode. I think okay. we're going to do that because uh, we're running out of time here. So, Greg, thanks for giving so much time. No problem, man. Ladies and gentlemen, you can uh, watch Red Dead Radio each and every week and sometimes more often than that. Uh, and I hope that you will. Uh, you can see it here at youtube.com slash jump. You can listen to it on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play iHeartRadio, all those fun places where you find the podcast type stuff. And if you want to support us, reddeadradio.com, which guess what was broken for a week. What? Yeah. right. In the, what happened? Oh, right is my... Uh, Too many people? Uh, I don't know what happened. I think it had to do with an HTTPS change mm, at some point. I'm not sure, but it stopped working Sure. right when my videos were at their peak. So, oh, geez, Folks that were going to come to uh, reddeadradio.com, uh, please do, because that's my Patreon. And this is what I do for a living, and I think I do a good job at it. This he isn't does, the only thing I produce. I'll just hop up and jump. And I might as well bring it up here. Hope you're still listening. But uh, also starting a new show. Oh. You and I have not talked about this, Whoa. by the way, because this isn't what Wait, you have think. we talked about it? Okay. No, okay. we haven't. I am going to pilot a show called Contestants Are You Ready, oh. uh, which is the goofy game show where having the right answer is not always the same as having the best answer. Okay. This act, No. Yep, that's it. That's it. That okay. is uh, that. That came out of our kind of funny games cast, mobile gamer bullshit. Yes, what a and my game. fun of playing silly little games. And I was like, you yeah. know what? Let's just try a game show for a while. That's I cool. I love them. That's so fun. We're gonna Bob Barker this up. That's rad, my friend. And I hope you'll come on. Oh, of course. Excellent. I got you on camera to commit to it. <laughs> well done. All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. Contestants, are you ready? Coming in November. Red Dead Radio coming again very soon. Keep an eye out. Happy trails. Mm-hmm.